All right, we're here. Welcome to episode 32 of Versus Mike History. I'm your host, Michael History. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you choose to listen. And if we are on your preferred platform, let us know and we'll do our best to change that. You can stay up to date on Versus Mike History by signing up for our newsletter and find any other information at versusmikehistory.com. They always want to humble us, man. That's why you see dudes like Vlad TV and Adam 22. They want to say that I'm disrespectful or humble me because I question why they're even speaking on my culture. I'm difficult. I'm on a blacklist for even speaking. A big bum ass blackball list. I'm not never one. That's the type of shit I don't like, man. This narrative they try to create. Oh, a motherfucker's disruptive and disrespectful if he is aware of his self-worth and, and demands respect for his culture. That's crazy. That's crazy. And that's what it's been, that's what it's been with me the whole time. Oh, he's a black man that speaks up for himself? He's crazy. There's a black man that don't let white people rob him or talk to him any old kind of way? I'm nuts. Come on, man, y'all nuts. Balls. Letting weak motherfuckers and nerds tell you what to do. Legally. Ain't shit I'm doing illegal. Not a fucking thing. It ain't illegal to know who you are. I'm not disruptive because I have confidence, because I won't let you disrespect me or my business. Come on, man. Yeah. That's how they humble us. You speak, we're gonna label you. Man, we gotta start speaking. We gotta start doing things that are intelligent. That's how we win. Stop looking the other way just for a buck. You know, everybody turns the blind eye because they say they got to eat. That food is not good. That's not good food. That's the food that kills you quick. How we know the tricks and we still do it. Versus Mike History. Your boy is back. If you're hearing this, this episode came out a little late, but that's okay because we still rocking out. That's how we doing. So as always, we're gonna start out the episode with love. We're gonna leave with love. Um, I got a couple shout outs. I want to give a shout out to my boy Dave first and foremost. Happy birthday to you, my guy. Um, more life to you and more blessings. Wish the best for you. Uh, Also, shout out to the homie Tip. He released his project, uh, Gambit, on all streaming platforms. Go get that. And I want to give a shout out to... I got two more. I want to give a shout out to my dad, first and foremost, because my dad just secured his new uh, position. He's retired, but he's a workaholic. That's just how he is. This is how we do. And um, word, it's, it's good bread. 
So like I said, the money's coming in. And uh, for my final shout out, shout out I want to give a shout out to my tattoo artist because he did a fire job on my angel, on my forearm. So shout out to my guy, um, B. You could go follow him on Instagram at btat, <clears throat> B underscore tat, excuse me. And he's a really dope and uh, creative tattoo artist. So, yeah. All right. Um, I don't really have much for you guys today, but I'll just go over the, the small amount of topics that I do have. And um, I think I'm going to get started with some basketball. Y'all know I don't really talk about sports like that on here a lot. But um, the finals are finally upon us since we've um since we've been in this whole pandemic thing i just feel like it's worth commenting on because one of the first things that really made people um super aware of covid-19 and the pandemic and everything was the nba <clears throat> shutting down <coughs> so yeah the 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 finals are finally upon us Last night, the Heat beat the Celtics, and they will be moving on to the NBA Finals with the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, I'm pretty excited. I'm not going to lie. Another one of the reasons why I decided to talk about it is because um, Jimmy Butler is one of my favorite players, and the Heat, they've always been a team that's like been like balling their asses off and I love the three and D uh, <clears throat> structure that they have with um, the team, and LeBron is my goat, so that's just where I stand on that. Um, I've never really been that big of a Lakers fan, but you know um, they got Danny Green, AD, Caruso, Kuzma. I like all those guys, so it's gonna be a very exciting series. If I had to make a guess about the outcome of the finals i would say that it's probably gonna go lakers and six most likely um i'm not gonna get into stats and everything like that i know y'all not here for that but if i have when i have guests that's when we'll do more sports sports takes and things like that but yeah um i got lakers and six it's gonna be a good series uh shit pops off on wednesday and yeah i'm excited I want to get into um, one of the main topics that kind of like broke right before. Um, I won't say that broke right before I decided to record because it's already Monday. But um, one of the main things that broke out in the news recently, which was the news of um, our president's tax returns. <clears throat> so it was recently it was recently revealed that um, Donald Trump paid only $750 in income taxes in the year of 2016 and 2017. Prior to these two years of paying $750, Trump didn't pay taxes for 10 of those 15 previous years uh, prior to 2016 and 2017. Which, I mean, for any normal American is is insane to hear because everyone is paying more taxes than that. 
unless you're in the 1%. I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm surprised or that this is some type of new development where rich people are beginning to pay less and less taxes because this is something that's been going on. If you pay attention to what's going on in the world and you understand how the 1% not only makes their wealth but keeps their wealth, then it will be pretty clear that there is a lack of taxes being paid um, from that general class of people. It sucks. It honestly sucks. It's really it's really unfortunate. And um, us as a people need to do something about it. You know, it's just it just doesn't make any sense that the laws work in the favor of the people with all the money. Yet the government needs money. So they look out for the people with the money, even though the people with the money aren't looking them out or they are just not just on a personal level. So people paying out politicians and things like that rather than actually funding a system where everybody could thrive and survive. It's really um, crazy the world we live in and that these are the realities that we are faced with, but it is what it is. I'm just here to pass on the news and to make you more aware of the world that we live in because it's crucial information that needs to be shared. It um, billionaires, like I said before, billionaires have been not paying taxes, um, not only billionaires, but billion billion dollar corporations have also not been paying taxes, which is why the IRS is on our ass for our income taxes, because it's easier to get ours than to hound down a billionaire who has a team of lawyers and who could litigate and drag out the process of getting any type of funds to the government for years and years and years and years on end. Um, So ultimately, the system working to help billionaires is also working to keep us poor. That's why they say the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. And yeah, I mean, this is just the, this is just what we're faced with on a regular basis. Um, I'm not, I am an advocator of going out and making your voice heard through elections and voting and stuff like that. I'm not going to sit here and preach to you guys about it because um, I'm conflicted and I'm conflicted about the whole process of voting and making a difference. Not because I don't think that you can make a difference through voting. I do believe that wholeheartedly. But um, with the presidential election specifically, um, I think that us as a society, we place too much we place too much gravity on the decision of who is going to be president and how much of a difference is going to make in the country. Now, in the specific case of us as a nation electing Donald Trump as president, I do think that um, that stands as an exception because of how poorly things have gotten between 2016 and 2020. But a lot of the issues that arose with Trump being president come from people who aren't in Trump's cabinet supporting everything that he does. 
a lot of things that Trump was able to get away with is because people turned their blind eye or sorry guys uh, is because people turned their blind eye to all the bullshit that he was doing in the first place. So if we have less of those people who are enabling uh, the president, then we have more structure. We have more responsibility. We have more accountability within our government. Um, so I'll close out this segment saying this. If you want to make a difference, make a difference in the way that you see best fit. Um, I think that voting is a good way to make a difference. It's, it won't cause any immediate change or any immediate um, happiness or gratification or satisfaction. However, in the long run, it will make a difference. And yeah, I'll just leave it at Now, we can move on a little bit lighter uh, subject matter and talk about um, a gentleman who has been frustrating me quite a bit. And I wouldn't say I have beef with him because of how he moves, but I do think that I'll take the time now to really dissect the issues that I have with him. And that gentleman is Bryson Tiller. I am a Bryson Tiller fan. I want to start off by saying that Um, his music is great. Trap Soul is great. Um, True to Self is amazing to me. Um, It's criminally underrated, but I'll get into that in a little bit. And, you know, he has a nice array of features and Lucy's that are available for you to listen to across the Internet. So I just want to give I just want to start this by saying that I actually do listen to Bryson Tiller's music regularly. As you can see, we started the episode with some new Bryson. Now, that being said, I just don't understand the thought process behind this gentleman and his career. So. Trap Soul came out in about what was that, 2014? Uh and it came out to an, an enormous amount of praise. Like people were hailing him as the next Drake and yada, 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 and this and that. And, you know, um, all amazing things, all amazing things that um, people should say about a new artist who is doing what they need to do uh, when it comes to music making. Uh because I'm pretty sure he's writing his own lyrics and everything like that. So it is something to make notice of when a new artist comes around. Uh, Trap Soul was released in 2015, excuse me. But it, it's something to make notice of when a new artist comes on the scene and he has a completely original sound and it's he's almost universally loved. It's awesome. It's a great feeling. You know, us as a community, we can go on social media and praise him collectively great so 2015 trap soul dropped and the world went nuts for bryson um which he deserved at the end of the day now shortly after this um shortly after this all happened um bryson went on a little 
you know, a little vacation. He he didn't really re- release too much music after um, after his initial album release. Um, I'm not too sure about how the touring and stuff went uh, in that area. I didn't do enough research, but I do know that I do remember around that time, and I was because I was in college or whatever, and um, yeah, I was like, all right, so what's next for this guy? And it was like no singles. It was like very, very uh, little news from Bryson in between his 2015 release and his 2017 release. Uh, let's we could j- go ahead and jump to 2017 now with the release of True to Self. Now, this is this may be an unpopular opinion, but an opinion regardless. But I believe that his second album is almost as good as his first album. I know a lot of people on social media, they don't really um, they're not really big fans of this album. Like usually when the conversation of Bryson Tiller arises, we're we're most like we're most likely talking about Trap Soul. And people even consider Trap Soul to be a classic album. I'm not one of those people. But I really do enjoy it and I really enjoy True to Self and that's what that is. Now True to Self came out um a lot of people weren't really feeling it. It didn't even get praise initially it was like oh what's this this music is too sad or he's happy because he's in a relationship yada 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 we need that old Bryson back and um I just wasn't of that same belief which you know is just a matter of a difference of opinion now after he released his second album then thing that's when things really started to get quiet because um, there weren't any videos that were released. Um, there weren't any really major singles from that second album. Let me look through it now. Um, yeah, the, you had you had songs like "Running Me Dry," which could have been a single. You had "Something Tells Me," which which was a great one that came out before the album came out. And um, I think there's another one on here. I get some of the songs mixed up, but uh, yeah, it's a very slow burning album and um, it's up there for me in terms of enjoyability. But um, like I said, not for most general critics. Um, And then after the album came out, People didn't really receive it well, so there wasn't really any type of promotion that followed the album. And we can skip to now, at the back end of 2020, we've received from Bryson this year two songs. Um, and we released, he's, he's released two songs, and they were released pretty close in proximity, which leads me to believe that they're going to be they're going to be for a new album, which excites me. Um, but one of the things that I didn't really understand was why he released the, the deluxe version of his debut album uh, recently. 
on social media platform, um, on streaming platforms, excuse me. It just didn't really make sense to me. Um, Bryson is is a great artist, but I just like. I feel like he himself has gotten caught up in the the whirlwind of trap soul being some beloved and coveted piece of art that should be praised, yes, but it's also something that you should use as a blueprint or a foundation to build off of, not something to revisit every couple months or every couple years and be like, huh, I did that. It's okay to do those things, but to surround your whole career around that, I don't think that, I don't think is a, is a great decision. Um, it makes him as an artist seem inconsistent, especially when you're going two years and three years between projects for no apparent reason. Um, it's not like Bryson as an artist has been the most active. Um, I think one of the biggest songs that he was on between his, between his second album and his upcoming release is um, Wild Thoughts, which is a great song. I'm not knocking that. I'm not knocking that in any type of way, but it just goes to show what year we're in that um what year we're in which is 2020 and what year did that song come out what was that maybe 2018 so it just goes to show how consistent he has he is as an artist and i just wish that somebody who had everything going for him was able to deliver a little bit more for his fans and i don't want to sound um disgruntled or you know like a like a bitter fan or anything like that because his music does stay in rotation the music that he does that that he has released does stay in rotation, but it just doesn't sit well with me that um, we have incons- that we're in the era of like inconsistent artists and artists who don't put their full fledged effort into their work because the two songs that he did release, while I do like them, they aren't bad. They aren't bad songs by any stretch of the word and and I even may grow to like them more um once they're packaged into an album but as it stands individually they sound extremely similar to his first two projects and I think that for an artist and this is just my personal opinion I think that for an artist if you're going to take a lot of time off from making music then your music shouldn't sound the same like if you're going to go if you're going to go from 2015 to 2017 then your two projects shouldn't sound the same and i don't think that trap soul and true to self sound the same which is why a lot of people don't like that second album but i do admire that he took room to grow as an artist but i feel like the music that he's been releasing more recently is more aligned with or adjacent to uh, his trap soul era, and while that is a great era, it's an era that you ultimately have to move on from. Like I wouldn't be surprised if those two songs that he released were. I wouldn't be shocked if he decided that the two songs that he released recently weren't for a new album, but he was gonna package repackage with trap soul, which he didn't. But it w- it wouldn't shock me because the sounds of those two songs are aligned with how the rest of Trap Soul sounds. 
And that album is five years old. So it, it says a little bit. Ultimately, though, I do wish the best for the guy. Um, I hope to hear an amazing project soon. I hope that he doesn't go back into a hole or a cave. And, um, you know, just don't be scared of that studio, my brother. It's it's all good. We all waiting for you. You feel me? Like, anytime you release music, we, we gobble it up. Pause. And... Um, you know, don't be afraid to take that extra leap. So take these as words of encouragement rather than, uh, words of criticism. Uh, and I think that that's where I'll leave that for. So like always guys send topic suggestions and music and movie suggestions. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at VS Mike history and on Instagram at last name history. Ooh, excuse me. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at VS Mike History and on Instagram at versus Mike History. And you can find me, the boy, at Mike History on Twitter and at last name history on Instagram. And as always, you can get all podcast information at versus Mike History.com. Remember to sign up for our newsletter. I'm getting prepared to release the first one. And yeah, look forward to new dope shit. A lot of people have been hitting me up for interviews. I promise you guys, I'm going to get to everyone. Um, one of the main things though, that I do have, um, one of the main things though, that I try to avoid is having people on the podcast who do the same thing over and over or like back to back, excuse me. So for the artists that are hitting me up, you guys, um, I'm definitely going to have all of you guys on the show. It's just a matter of not making, uh, not giving the wrong impression to the audience that this is a music podcast or that this is like a fashion podcast. Cause this is an all encompassing black lifestyle, black culture podcast. And, uh, we're going to keep it like that. So shout out to everybody. Shout out to the audience. Shout out to the listeners. And I'll see you guys next week.